You're listening to Agile Ideas, the podcast, hosted by Fatima Rabucci. For anyone listening out there not having a good day, please know there is help out there. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Agile Ideas. I'm Fatima, CEO at Agile Management Office, Mental Health Ambassador, and your host. This podcast is sponsored by Agile Management Office, providing high-impact delivery execution in an agile era for scaling businesses. In today's episode, I am talking about digital tools and the use of those digital tools in small business. These tools are not only relevant to small business, but actually relevant to my day-to-day life. I was having a think about all of the different tools that I have tried and tested and used over the years and thought that I would share with you a list of the ones that I use the most prominently, what I use them for, and a little bit about what they do. I will call out that there is no sponsoring of these tools from the companies themselves, although they're welcome to. They're just more from the fact that they've been convenient, um, easy to use, and really just streamlines the way that um, I need to do things both in my own day-to-day, but also in the businesses that I run as well. So that's why I'm sharing the tools, giving them a little bit of airtime so that if you are looking for tools that relate to those areas that I'm going to cover today from, you know, CRM to social media marketing, et cetera, that hopefully it'll be helpful for you too. So let's get into it. One of the most challenging things about running a business Um, is the abundance of information that you need to not only find but also keep track of and also the the challenge associated with spending an inordinate amount of time trying to sift through the hundreds and hundreds of tools that exist out there in the wide world. You just have to type in, you know, CRM or... um, you know, digital marketing tool or design tool, whatever it might be, only to be absolutely blown away by the amount of options that actually exist out there. It's really overwhelming. And one of the things that I definitely do not recommend you do, and is a mistake that I made early on, was I spent a long time playing around with tools, signing up to you know, trial after trial after trial, subscription after subscription, only to find that they were not actually very useful um, uses of my time. It meant that I got to play around with a lot of different tools, but ultimately those tools themselves, once you, one of the, the sort of mistakes is you sign up to a free trial that, you know, convinces you to put your credit card detail in for a seven-day free trial. Um, and unless you're really organized, um, I tend to be very organized. I have to do that when I work in the project management office world. But if you're not really organized and put a reminder to turn off that particular program or decide, make a decision on that particular trial, what you'll end up find find will happen is you'll continue to get charged. And a lot of these tools are often annual charges. So you might find that you, you sign up for a seven-day trial and then after the seven days, if you haven't cancelled, you actually end up getting charged, you know, hundreds of dollars. And that's happened to me so many times. So it's something that I highly recommend that you have a process in place for and just remember to turn those off. So back to the tools. So tools themselves um, can be 
obviously quite overwhelming to particularly if you're not a very um, technical person, although I think that everyone is becoming more technical with this digital age. And so it's really important to think about looking at tools that are relevant for a problem or a pain point that you have at a particular point in time. So for example, when focusing on um, how to solve challenges that my team and myself were having early on in the business around the inordinate amount of data that we have to track and manage and sort through and facilitate and coordinate, we needed to think of ways to streamline that. Now, this does not, um, this, you know, going going beyond the, the sort of standard tools, which, you know, the, one of the most common ones we use is Microsoft Teams. So I'm not going to spend any time talking about that one. I think that one is really well known and very common. So putting that one aside, because it is, it is a really good tool and it actually has improved significantly in the last six years that I've been running um, this business, there is also the need sometimes to utilize um, and capture data and then utilize that data in certain ways and doing different reports, et cetera. And so one of those things that I've um, come across um, a few years ago, actually, and has been one of my go-to tools. In fact, I use this tool um, every single day for various different purposes. And the tool is called Airtable. So it's A-I-R-T-A-B-L-E. So Airtable is like, I call it, I sort of call it like, it's like an, it's, it's like, um, it's a database. If I start with that, it's a database, but it's like Excel on steroids. So it enables you to capture data in various different ways. It enables you to track that data, um, enables you to create customized tags and settings and fields like dates and unique IDs. It enables you to create um, one of the really cool things is it enables you to create digital forms and then you can send those forms out to people to complete. So we use a lot, a lot in our resourcing um, and recruitment onboarding process, which is quite um, quite helpful because it's very um, effective. We also use it for a lot of uh, tracking around digital marketing. And so some of the things that we want to do in terms of tracking our um, upcoming newsletters and our podcasts. It's also really useful when you want to track things in a calendar view. It enables you to track things uh, in a calendar view as well or in a Gantt chart, so a bit of a timeline. It's really, it's a really efficient tool that enables you to track and also share that data with different team members as well. So we use it predominantly for managing a recruitment and HR process managing our digital marketing calendar and upcoming social posts um, and also enables us to do a lot of really cool reporting as well. So Airtable is one of my top 10, I'd say. I'd probably, I probably will cover close to 10 today, maybe, maybe eight or nine, um, depending on how we go. But highly recommend Airtable. It's very efficient. It's also reasonably cost effective um you pay per license per user but we've been using it and uh yeah love it won't haven't looked back the next one i want to talk about is something that is absolutely pivotal for a small business now when you are just starting out depending on the type of business that you are running if you are a single person business um, and therefore don't really have any other team members you could get away with using excel for managing your customer slash sales. But if you are 
even slightly bigger, it becomes difficult to manage in Excel for too long, particularly when you are trying to track things like, you know, history of conversations, et cetera. So it's important as a small growing business to have a customer relationship management tool. And that customer relationship management tool, also abbreviated to CRM, um, that we use is called Acelo. So it's A-C-C-E-L-O. Now I've used a number of different CRM tools before landing on Acelo. I tried, you know, tools like Asana and um, uh, tools like Mavenlink, um, so many different HubSpot, um, just to name a few. And I just found the features and functionality of Acelo to be highly highly thought out and and really advanced for what we needed. Obviously, we didn't use all the features to begin with, but what we did do is slowly, slowly turning on the features that we were going to use. And so we went from tracking our leads to tracking our customer contact data, tracking events, tracking retainers, and then now tracking projects in there too. One of the challenging things when it comes to customer relationship management data or sales is the fact that there is so many different touch points um, at any point in time. And if you are managing that in Excel or in a, or in a um, just in, an, in email, it becomes really hard to manage and consolidate. What I love about Acelo is it integrates all of that stuff with your email. It integrates with your calendar. It can actually do quite a lot of different integrations. Um, and we've created different mailboxes, et cetera, that match that data coming in into Acelo. It also links to our invoicing system. So payroll, um, sorry, um, customer invoicing data is a lot more streamlined. It can also do quotations um, and so much more. It also does timesheeting and enables you to track and manage workforce management activities. Um, On the positive side, one of the other positives is the fact that the people that built Asalo actually um, were a small business themselves. So it's built by small business for small business. And so it's really suitable for small businesses, especially those that are smaller and maybe scaling. On the other side, one of the negatives, unfortunately, is the fact that Asalo itself is is actually not very cheap. Um, It's a little bit more pricey, but for all of the features and functionality that are coming our way, it really is one of those tools that um, is just absolutely beneficial and something that I really do recommend. Thinking about uh, filing and tracking notes and clippings from different websites and finding information and tracking all of that in a central place to make it really easy to manage. The tool of choice for me has been and has always been for a really, really long time, actually, probably the one of the longest I think I've used more than anything else is a tool called Evernote, E-V-E-R-N-O-T-E. And so Evernote is a really really good knowledge management tool. It enables you to track and then not only manage all of that information, but actually search. So you can actually search the smallest term and it will come up in Evernote. It's a really efficient, effective way to track notes, to manage filing, to filter by projects. If you think of it as like a, 
if you think of it as kind of like um, a series of digital notebooks, it's it's like it's basically digital notebooks um, with a lot of features. You can you know flag things, you can put to do lists in there, you can tag, you can um, get notifications, etc. Now it does have a lot of features that I don't use because I have other tools that I use. But one of the ones that I definitely do use um, is is its amazing search um, functionality. So Evernote is something that I the way I um, I like to use it. Um, is actually tracking my meeting notes um, that I have with people. So next time I'm meeting with them, I've already got a list of what I want to talk about and I've got the history of what I spoke about last time. So it makes it really, really efficient and it's very well um, balanced to keep you organized as well. And other than that, the next one on my list that I actually only came across this year uh, so I used to be tracking all of my social media with a product that was in its infancy, very new. And that particular product, I was a, I would say an early adopter. And it was a software that was really, it was quite nifty. Um, and I didn't pay very much for it because being an early adopter, I think their fees were quite low to begin with. The challenge is that after being a loyal customer with them, um, and the company is called Hootsuite, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E, they uh, decided to up their prices quite significantly. I'm talking several hundred percent with no notice. Um, and so that really peed me off. <laughs> it's not really a good way to treat your customers, um, particularly when they've been loyal and they're one of the early adopters, to just up the price um, so significantly that it ended up being three or four or five times the price. So I decided to switch and I'm glad I did. And I've actually switched to a product called Loomly, L-O-O-M-L-Y. Loomly is a social media um, sort of calendar scheduling tool and it enables you to track across all your different social media pages um, and actually schedule the, the information you want to post and then post it um, in a really efficient way. It enables you to put tags so you know what the posts are, enables you to upload the images, video, and it also gives you an opportunity to include stock images at no extra charge. On the negative side, it is a bit pricey, probably one of the more pricey ones, but for the features it has, it definitely does the job for us and is one of the tools that I've decided to use this year and I'm really, really enjoying. Another tool that is one of my go-to, um, probably I'd say um, up there as one of the most used tools this year, um, is Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Canva enables you to do digital marketing designs um, in a really fast and effective way. It enables you to track those that you've created in the past and to continue to manage it in a really efficient way. It is easy to use. Um, there's different pricing tiers, so it is affordable for, for small businesses that are just starting out. Um, and those that are growing can also grow with the product. Canva is one of those underrated products, I think, out there in the market that really is significantly um, beneficial for anyone, even if you don't have any design skills. And that is my top five. I did say that I was going to probably give you eight or nine, so I'm going to give you a couple more. And one of those um, common ones uh, that probably everybody has heard of is Zero. So Zero X E R O is what we use to manage our finances. 
It is something that I had to learn how to use myself and it was quite intuitive and really easy to follow. But then, of course, as we started to grow, we made sure to bring in accountants and bookkeepers to help make sense of everything in there. And so zero is really counterintuitive um, in the way that it works. It's very efficient um, and it's just really uh, pleasing to the eye. So for a, for a digital platform that you know is cloud-based that enables you to manage and see your finances at a glance in a really efficient, clean uh, user interface. It's one of those products that, yeah, I can't live without anymore. Uh, In addition to that, when it comes to social networking and collaboration, there is so many social media uh, platforms out there and they all have different purposes. One of the questions I often get asked is, where should I focus my attention when it comes to social media marketing? Now, there's a lot of different answers to that because it really depends on what kind of business you're doing, what your goals are, what your aims are, what you're trying to achieve, who your target market is, where do they hang out, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the things that has been fundamentally beneficial for me and for my business, hands down, has to be LinkedIn. LinkedIn has been um, something that I jumped on also as a very early adopter when it just sort of made made its... uh, made its debut many years ago and have been um, proactively working um, on LinkedIn and and posting content um, and, you know, articles and blogs and communicating and collaborating and connecting with people all around the world. And so if you're not on LinkedIn, you should be. And if you are on LinkedIn, you really should take the time to make sure that your profile is up to date and that you are efficiently and effectively Um, keeping abreast of what's going on in your industry and connecting with those people, particularly if you're running a business and you're looking to grow that business, the best place you could start from a social um, community perspective is LinkedIn because there's such an abundance of amazing, um, talented people on there, whether you're hiring or whether you're looking to work with a particular type of business or even prospective clients. The, the 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 sky's the limit when it comes to LinkedIn and it really has been a game changer for me and our business. And then last but certainly not least, on a personal note, one of the tools that I have been using quite um, frequently, um, unrelated to business specifically, but also um, is a benefit, is actually the tool. Um, it's an app called Calm, C-A-L-M. So for those of you that have been listening or been following me, you may know that I've released a new um, soon-to-be not-for-profit business called Return of the Panda, and that's all around mental health awareness. And so what I wanted to do there is um, really share and help to inspire others to step up and take take control of their mental health so that the mental health doesn't control them, but they are in fact control themselves. And one of those things that really helps with that is is associated with meditation and also getting a good night's sleep. And for me, I've not been one that has been as proactive with meditation as I would like. Um, Didn't really get it to begin with. But one of the things that I absolutely love about the Calm app is that it has something on there that is um, called, they're called sleep stories. And surprisingly, there are about 30 minutes each, but really just in that 30 minutes, the stories that are being read by, you know, really, um, you know, beautiful voices 
actually helps you to get a better night's sleep. And for me, I actually fall asleep halfway through that when I put my sleep story on. So Calm would be one of the digital apps that I would recommend that is absolutely been a huge benefit for me, particularly during COVID and the whole lockdown situation. Uh, There's been a lot more importance focused on mental health and meditation and sleeping better. So there you have it. There is my top eight, I would say digital tools for 2021 that I've been using quite religiously, I would say. Um, They've been absolutely essential for the things that we're doing. Um, I use them every single day and they've actually made a world of difference um, to what we're trying to do. So a few things to consider as we wrap up today is do not feel overwhelmed with the amount of choice out there. What I would recommend is that if you are a, a business and you're or you're about to start a business, focus on a particular theme, perhaps per month or per week, depending on the speed of which you're growing your business. So for example, focus on maybe marketing for you know the this month. And then in marketing, look and spend a bit of time looking at the different tools. And you can start comparing those tools side by side in terms of the features, the costs, etc. I always say that depending on what kind of business, unless it's a lifestyle business, always think about your future when you scale. And in that situation, always think about what it's going to be and how easy it's going to be for you to scale it up later. So if you focus on a particular theme per month, so marketing one month, sales another month, maybe document management another month, it'll help you to focus your attention on the relevant tools that you need at that particular point in time. It means that you won't overwhelm yourself trying to make sense of the thousands um, and hundreds of thousands of tools that are out there at any point in time. And also make sure you do your research. So yes, you can look at a lot of reviews out there and that's always really helpful, but also dig a little bit deeper because often some of the tools that are brought into businesses might be brought in a lot more efficiently because someone in the business has used them before. And other times you may or may not get the right level of support you needed um, to actually use the tool as effectively as possible. There's no point in spending a lot of money on a tool that has not been, um, you know, effectively rolled out. Otherwise, you'll end up spending time undoing what you did and then bunny hopping from one tool to another. And that's not helpful for anyone. So there's a lot of things that you could consider, um, but just start slowly. And as I said, if you focus on one topic a month or a week, and think about what it is that you need to solve. Ask yourself, what's the problem? Where's the problem? And why is it a problem? And then those three questions should help you determine the answers to what you need to solve, which may or may not include tools. So hopefully that's been helpful for you. And I hope that has been um, useful in some way, shape or form. Looking forward to connecting again with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please share this with someone or rate it if you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow us on social media and to stay up to date with all things Agile Ideas. Go to our website, www.agilemanagementoffice.com. I hope you've been able to learn, feel or be inspired today. Until next time, what's your Agile Idea? Agile Idea.